Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. My microphone seems to be a little picky today, so we'll see how this goes. Hopefully, it all goes well. But today, I wanted to dive into the topic of resistance, how that is something completely normal to experience. It's really something we should expect to experience, but then how helpful but also understanding and learning how to be able to move past resistance to help us get ourselves do the things we want ourselves to do, to help us reach our goals, achieve what we want to achieve, all that jazz. So to start by just clarifying what I mean by resistance, resistance can take many different forms. If you find yourself procrastinating, that's a form of resistance. If you notice just this lack of desire to do something that on another level you do want to get yourself to do. If you find yourself saying things like, I'll just do it later, or I really don't feel like doing that, that's another form of resistance. And the thing to understand is that resistance is completely normal. It doesn't mean that you're incapable in some way or or that there's something wrong with you in some kind of way. It's just part of the human experience. So once you understand that, it's good to expect that with things that you're wanting yourself to work on, whether it's, you know, self-development, working on specific goals, trying to adopt a healthier lifestyle, or even just trying to organize your life a little bit more, live more intentionally, whatever the case may be, expect that you are going to come up to resistance And then have some tools in your toolbox to pull out for when those times come up. And that's what I'll be talking about today. So the first step is being able to recognize when you're experiencing resistance. And this, of course, takes awareness. If we are not aware that we're experiencing the resistance, then we cannot approach the situation in a way and with tools that will help us move past that resistance. There can be a number of reasons why we experience resistance. One of them being just that change is uncomfortable. Even if you're not experiencing discomfort on a conscious level, you may be on a subconscious level. The brain does not love what's unknown or what's unfamiliar. And so if we're doing something that's different from our norm, there is a part of your brain that's like, eh, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? How about we just do what we normally do? right? And you may be experiencing discomfort without even realizing it. And when we experience discomfort, our innate response is to seek out comfort. And we can seek out and comfort in all sorts of ways, whether it's scrolling on our phone, laying on the couch, through food, through just doing what we normally do. And understanding that can help you recognize when that's happening or better understand why you may be experiencing resistance sometimes which I think is really helpful in getting ourselves to take the next step and recognize, oh, I understand why this is happening. It's nothing, actually. I can just move past this. So the first step is to be able to recognize when you are experiencing resistance. If we don't have the self-awareness to see and notice when that's happening, then it's going to be really hard to approach it differently or come at it with certain skills or tools that are going to help you move past the resistance. So awareness is the first thing. And again, that could be as simple as, eh, I don't feel like doing it. And you can notice that you can pause and go, okay, I'm experiencing resistance. 
and understand that you can experience resistance and still do the thing just because we don't feel like it or we don't want to do it or we're trying to tell ourselves we'll just do it later, whatever the case may be, doesn't mean that we have to abide by those thoughts and feelings. And once you've been able to recognize that that's what's happening, then you just decide how you want to move forward. So for example, I've been working on journaling every night and it's something I genuinely want myself to do. It is a goal that I made for myself. It is something I want myself to do. It's something I value and enjoy the benefits of. Yet some nights my brain is like, I really don't want to do that. I'll just skip tonight. And I pause. I notice that my brain is saying that and that I feel that way. And I'm just like, wait, no, I, (laughs) brain, what are you doing? I actually do want to do this. And that thought alone doesn't suddenly make me do the thing by any means. Changing my mind and noticing that helps. But then I also start taking action. I do my journaling on a Google Doc on my phone. So I go ahead and just grab my phone and open, open the Google Doc. Because if I don't just start taking action, then the likelihood of it happening is much lower. So that's just one example, but understand that so much of working with resistance is being able to manage your mind and start to take steps towards the action. You wanna listen to what your brain is saying. That's a huge part of changing habits and behaviors and working towards goals. Really just (laughs) improving any realm of life Having more awareness of your own thoughts and feelings and behaviors is just huge. And if you listen to my podcast regularly, consume any of my regular content, you already know that. And when you have the awareness of those thoughts, you can challenge them. Like in my journaling example, instead of just listening to, and again, just following along with the thoughts and feelings of, I don't really feel like doing it, I'll just skip tonight, I can challenge those thoughts. You know, you can question why certain thoughts aren't true. You can play devil's advocate with yourself. It's really can be just as simple as, wait, actually, that's not true. Or my brain is saying, I don't want to do this because, you know, whatever. But actually, I do want to do it because this other thing. So you're finding a more helpful way to frame things, right? Let's say that you plan to work out this morning and your brain is just like, I really don't feel like doing this. You can notice those thoughts instead of just skipping your workout. Notice what your brain is saying. And instead, you can challenge those thoughts and reframe and respond with, I may not feel like working out at this moment, but I know I'll feel so good afterwards and I have goals that I really want to stick with. So let me go ahead and just start taking action towards getting my workout in. So this is the whole mind management part. And again, this is Mind management skills will carry over into absolutely every aspect of your life. So if those are not skills that you've started to work on developing, I highly, highly recommend starting there. But let's start to build your resistance toolkit. So you can think about this as like a little toolbox that you have whenever you notice that you are experiencing resistance or even if you know that there's a specific action or habit that you just tend to have more resistance to. One, that may just be something to explore. If there is something that you are repeatedly experiencing a lot of resistance to, you know, more than other things, 
that's something to look at. That's not something to ignore. There could be a couple different ways to go about that. It could be that your current mindset or perception of that thing needs to change. Whatever mindset or perspective that you have of it right now is just really not helping you actually get to do the thing. You know, for example, if you see working out as a chore, you're going to experience a lot more resistance to doing that than if you see it as a way to de-stress, a way to have you time, a way to become stronger, a way to feel more energized, you know, whatever is more motivating to you or aligns with some kind of value of yours. So it could be that. It could be that the thing itself just is not for you, right? There could be a way that you can make a small tweak to whatever it is. And sometimes we think we have to do something very specific and we approach it in a very rigid way when that is not at all the case. You can ask yourself, why is it that I'm wanting to get myself to do this thing? Ask yourself, is there a different way I could approach this? Is there something I can do a little bit differently that I can still get the same outcome? It's very natural to think something has to be done in a very specific way for a certain outcome when that's usually not the case. So that was just a quick but important sidebar. Back to building up your toolbox. Again, this toolbox is for when you notice yourself experiencing resistance or again, something that you know Right now, at least, you have a little bit more resistance to doing. You can just pull something out of this toolbox and use it to help you. So the first one is to remind yourself that you don't have to believe your thoughts. You don't have to take them on as just truth and practice challenging them. The next one is to ask yourself why you do want to do the task or get yourself to think about an aspect of the task that you do enjoy. So for example, if your brain is like, screw doing the dishes, that sounds awful, you can notice those thoughts and then instead think about why you actually do want to do the dishes. For example, let's say you really enjoy a clean and organized kitchen. And so hone in and focus on that rather than the feeling of not wanting to do them. Or you can focus on a part of the task that you do enjoy. Even though your brain right now is saying, ew, gross, don't want to do that. That doesn't mean that you hate doing dishes. We might interpret it things that way sometimes. And again, challenging yourself really, really becomes helpful here. Because let's say in this example, you actually really like how mindless it can be. And it can be sort of meditative for you to just kind of zone out and let yourself do some dishes. So focusing on that is going to be really helpful compared to continuing to focus on why you don't want or feel like doing the dishes. You can ask yourself, what would the ideal version of myself do? Or what would my future self do? Or what would my future self thank me for? You know, whatever of those resonates with you. So if you are someone who is working on becoming a better version of themselves, working towards a future version of you, you can lean into that and you can go, okay, I know that my future version of me would just go ahead and get this done. So let me pretend to be her and just get this done. Or you can think about what would my future self thank me for? I know my future self would be really glad that I went ahead and worked out. I know my future self would be really glad if I went ahead and did the dishes. So you can lean into that rather than whatever resistance you're feeling in this moment. 
You can also ask yourself how you'll feel after you're done with the action. Let's say you're trying to get yourself to work out and let's say you notice that you're supposed to be or had planned to go to the gym and you're noticing resistance to doing that. If you continue to focus on how you're feeling right now or how you may feel while you're in the middle of your workout, that's not likely to be very motivating to help you to get to go to the gym. But you can choose instead to focus on how you're going to feel when you're done with the gym. You're going to feel accomplished. You're going to feel energized. You're going to feel strong. Focus on that instead. Another tool is to ask yourself what thoughts or emotions will help you take action. And just ask yourself that question. Okay, I notice resistance to going to the gym. What kind of thoughts would help me want to go to the gym? What kind of thoughts or feelings can I evoke to help myself go ahead and take action towards the gym? My current frame of mind and feelings may be that that sounds like effort. I really don't want to do that right now. But maybe I know myself and know that thinking about how it is my me time. It helps me feel like a badass. And those thoughts and emotions are going to help me go ahead and start taking action towards going to the gym. That's super individual, but it's a question that you can have, again, in your toolbox to be able to understand, okay, I can easily switch my frame of mind and learning what works well for you in terms of getting yourself to take action. You can explore how you can make a task more fun or interesting. So, for example, back to, let's say you're doing dishes or just doing some kind of household chore. Maybe it's more fun or motivating to you if... You put on music and you dance and sing while you do the task. Or maybe you can gamify it and make it a competition with yourself by setting a timer and just saying, okay, like how much can I get done within 10 minutes? Set the timer. You just go for it. Try to have a competition with yourself and see how much you can get done within that time frame. You can also use a snowball effect, which I've already touched on a little bit just without using the name. And so the snowball effect is essentially starting to take small actions towards the action, behavior, whatever that you're trying to get yourself to do. So in the example of going to the gym, maybe that's grabbing your headphones and then putting your shoes on and then grabbing your keys. And you're only focusing on doing those things instead of focusing on, okay, I need to get myself to the gym. You just simply go, Okay, can I put my shoes on? Yep, put your shoes on. Can I grab my headphones? Yep, grab your headphones. And you just start taking these small actions towards the ultimate action you're trying to get yourself to do. If you're trying to get yourself to do laundry, okay, can I pull the clothes out of the dryer and put them in the basket? Yep. And I know know people usually get that part down and then they get left in the basket. So don't stop there if that's if it's your goal to not do that. What's the next step? Maybe dump the basket out on your couch. What's the next step? Just separate a few things and just keep focusing on the next small step you can take. The next one is finding a reward that you only do while you're doing the task. So I actually learned this one from Dr. Maya Shankar, and the example that she gave was that she only listens to a specific artist while she's cleaning the kitchen. 
where she only listens to a specific artist or a specific podcast while she's at the gym. And that just helps with the motivation of, okay, maybe getting myself to work out isn't super easy right now. That's not something that comes naturally to me yet, but I do really want to go listen to this music. And so it's basically a reward for yourself taking that action. And it's it's really so funny. And I'm sure people listening have plenty of examples of their own. And just as I've learned more and more when I first started diving into this stuff about three years ago, and I've learned more about human behavior and neuroscience. And every time I learn something new, I can look back and see, oh yeah, I totally did that. For example, in that most previous tool, when I was in college, I I was doing a lot in college. I was not the kid who like had a couple hours worth of class and then maybe an hour or two of homework and then all the other hours to socialize. I was a kid with a really, really full schedule, just back to back to back with school, with work, with assignments, with clubs and organizations. And so all that to say, I did not watch much TV whatsoever. So how I would motivate myself to do dishes at the time would that would be my time to watch some Netflix. So it is really helpful to think back on things you may have done in the past to help to get yourself to do things because because it is super helpful to better understand you and how you operate as a human because we can create these large umbrella like, oh, this is how our brain works. This is how humans tend to behave. But at the end of the day, we all are very individual. And so what works best for one person is not going to be what works best for another. So if you're able to reflect on what has worked for you in different scenarios in the past, that gives you insight into what may work really well for you now. All right, next tool in the toolbox is to seek out accountability. And this can be from a friend, a partner, a coach. And you may think that you should reach a point where you don't need accountability But accountability, no matter where you're at with your own skills and and what you know, accountability is so helpful, no matter what. Most coaches I know, and this, uh, this is coaches just in general, no matter what they coach, most coaches I know have a coach because that's the power of accountability. There's also obviously more to it. You're getting a third party perspective. You're getting help and guidance in someone's specific realm of expertise. There's more than just accountability with coaching. But again, whether it's just your partner or your friend, accountability really does help. So it's not necessary by any means, but depending on what the situation is, what the task is that you're working on, getting yourself to do, having accountability is really helpful. And the last tool I have for today is even if you are not going to follow through with whatever the task or action is, find some way to keep some semblance of the task in your routine. So for example, let's say that you are working on a routine of going to the gym four days out of the week. Let's say on the fourth day, you're like, ah, no, I do. I just, I'm not going to work out today. I'm not feeling it. I do not have it within me to do the workout. Still drive to the gym but you can stretch or you can sit in the sauna. If you're working on getting yourself to journal, maybe you don't journal, but in the time that you're 
would normally be journaling, you still go and grab the journal. You don't have to open it, take out a pen. We are starting to build that habit through some of the actions and decisions that go along with ultimately following through. And over time, those all just build upon each other. The same way as a snowball rolls down the hill, it collects more and more snow and ultimately gets bigger. And so those are some tools. And if you are like, okay, those were great. I don't know how I'm going to remember all these. I got you. Go to my Instagram. There is a post that has all of these just listed out. You can save that. You can screenshot it. But I, what I really, really encourage you to do is do a little bit of planning here. And you may have resistance to that. So you can use one of the tools that I mentioned to help get yourself to do it. It won't take long. That's usually so. Again, an example may be, oh, I don't feel like I have time for that. Notice your brain doing that. And you can challenge it and say, this is going to take two minutes. Do I have two minutes? I just scrolled for 10 minutes. So yeah, I do have two minutes. And what you want to do is pick out a few things already. Make the decision what you're going to do when you notice resistance to the thing. So for example, let's say this is just a very, I keep using the example of exercise because it's so common. So let's say that you start to notice you're experiencing resistance to going to work out. Notice what's going on in the brain and then write out a small plan of action using one or two of the tools that I mentioned in this podcast. So for example, you can make the plan of action and I highly suggest writing this out. You can make a cute little document. You could write it down on a piece of paper and put it up on a wall somewhere that you're actually going to see it because if we don't see it, we're just going to forget about it and write down, okay, uh, if my brain says I don't feel like it, then I'm going to ask myself what my future self would be thankful I did. Or I'm going to use a snowball effect and just take start taking tiny small actions towards doing it. And that just takes out a lot of decision making. It takes out a lot of, it takes out some of the cognitive effort because you've already planned out what you're going to do. You already know if I experience resistance to this thing in this way, here's what I'm going to do. Instead of, oh yeah, I know that there was that podcast or that post about resistance. I'm noticing resistance. I don't really remember what to do. You've already got the game plan. And the more in your face the game plan can be until you reach a point where this just becomes much more natural or the behavior or the task you experience much resistance to anymore, then you won't need it anymore. So that is my spiel on resistance. Again, resistance is normal. It's something that you're going to experience. That is okay. Notice that you're experiencing resistance know that you can experience it and still continue and do the thing and have tools in your toolbox to help you with that. You know, work on your mind management skills. Use something specific like asking yourself what your future self would thank you for. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. As always, feel free to send me a comment or a message about what you thought or if you have any questions. I'm always super grateful when you send this along to someone else. And with that, I hope you have a fabulous day and I'll see you in the next episode.